Been another week, boys. We did it. Time passed. Yeah. Who, Good who job, saw everybody. Sonic? I did. Nope. I, I did. Probably not gonna uh, see Paul, before I leave. I already. I know you already talked about some Sonic. Do you want to talk any more about Sonic? Absolutely. Let's do it. No spoilers, obviously, because you know John hasn't it, seen it. I'm sure it's kind of hard to spoil, it. but yeah, we won't get into I, specific. I can specifics. mute myself if it's really that bad. No, we, we just not. won't get into spoilers. There's, I mean, um, you're aware Sonic wins, right? <laughs> because he's the hero. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is, is a kids movie yeah. for little kids. I loved it. <laughs> you loved it. All right. Well, yeah. Love is a strong word. I had fun and then kind of forgot about it. And then Nathan saw it and was like, do you want to talk about it? I said, sure. So I remembered everything and then forgot about it. And now we're talking about it and I remember it. <laughs> That's the story. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, it's nothing like impressive. Um, it is just like really, it is a kids movie. Like, yeah. So, so it's like there's no reason to even like be angry at it or anything because it's like I'm sure kids will like this. Like it's not even for me. Like who cares? Yeah, I would have liked um, it as a kid, like a lot. That would have been probably, a good time. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, not to say that kids deserve bad movies. Um, I don't think it's but, bad though, even. No, I, I don't think it's bad either. I I don't think it's great. Like, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Oh, I'm definitely... I want to see... So this is what I want. I want a Blu-ray copy of it with the the cut out Sonic. <laughs> I want to see They're that, never going like, to do that. They're never going to do it. First, with the first Sonic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're never going to do it. That's Yeah, that's not going to be a real thing. That would be very cool, yeah. though. That would be very yeah. cool of them to make that yeah. a, like a bonus feature. I think the people making this movie definitely had their pulse on, like, they cared about this material enough that, like, I think they did it justice. It's a silly kid Sonic thing, like, and it hit all the points it needs to. Sonic goes fast in multiple different ways. He Sonic hits stuff. Sonic does go fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's sad. Although. All the time. <laughs> one of my issues with how Sonic goes fast, and this is something that similarly happened in the Flash TV show that we were, you know, we were talking about the DC cw shows like last week is sonic can do that thing where he goes so fast that time basically stops for him and then he can like mess up your face and like put a bucket of water (laughs) over your head or a banana peel under your foot you know basically for like far too long because you know he can basically stop time from his perspective so they did the same thing in the flash and it's like if if he can do this how is he ever like what what could hurt him how is they he make, ever in harm's way see i don't agree they make good on that by the fact that robotnik was able to harness some of that power and then it's like oh shit he made time stop and he's still being fucked over. right but like up to that point he could sure. just do that every single time yeah i mean he's so, sonic I, yeah but that's the <laughs> yeah. thing is and so i'm like picking apart a kids movie so it's like what, what are you even doing i have so many uh, so many better things to do with my time than pick apart a kids movie i will say <laughs> uh jim carrey's fantastic yeah he's having a great time he is he's having fun yeah um that dance it, scene is <laughs> super good i couldn't oh like where he flosses twice yeah that's amazing you're right well sonic flosses <laughs> twice but I don't yeah, think yeah 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 eggman no, does right no 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 um <laughs> okay 
I was trying to think, when was the last time Jim Carrey took a role where he was just obviously having a goofy fun time? Because it's been a while. <laughs> He's been pretty well, down a dark think, path. Like, what was the last time I saw him in something? And it's Kick-Ass 2. He wasn't having fun in that, though. He his I think char- he was. No, his character was pretty brutal and he said right after that he hated that role because that's not him oh, did he okay because yeah. i remember his character's like pretty silly so i would have assumed he's having a good time with it um yeah like it i couldn't like think i couldn't think of the last time i saw him just being like kind of goofy in a fun way it's been a long time because apparently Almighty? he has it maybe that was a while ago now right the that's number also, 20 I mean- the number 23 yeah, right, the silliest yeah. Jim Carrey movie. Um, <laughs> that's the thing is he hasn't done a role in quite a while, right? He's yeah. been doing TV apparently lately. He, yeah, and apparently that's quite dark, that show. So I haven't seen it, though. I, I don't know anything about his show. Yeah. I don't know. Um, as Dedinsky says, Sonic versus Dora. This ain't no Dora the Explorer, I'll tell you that. Because that movie was like legitimately surprising of how good it was i was not expecting did you the did you watch that recent door of the explorer movie oh yeah it's like oh. actually good <laughs> okay i'll have to take word for it i did i definitely did not watch the lost city is that what it's called the lost Kingdom? something so. like that yeah because they play with the fact that like dora was a kid and like that cartoon and stuff and then like she has to be like a real like teenager in this movie and everybody else is like what the fuck is this crazy girl talking about and it's sure. like pretty good (laughs) right i um i saw it on valentine's day um so like i'm curious you did as well right so i'm curious what what was your like theater going experience who was there on valentine's day to watch sonic um beside us was a dude who was all by himself uh which was a little bit sad i mean that was um it was families like a bunch of families and a couple yeah, a few kids like in the front row and stuff. A few, uh, like preteens and teens. Like it was a mixture of people. Did I will you say see any actual like couples. I mean, I was part of one, so yes, but n- yeah, I saw a few others, not many. Because okay, I don't think because someone asked me that, like, did couples go there as kind of their Valentine's thing? And I don't think any couples were in my theater. Not that I was like super looking around, mm-hmm. but there was a few families with little kids. Sure, um, little kids that like. When they first show Earth mm-hmm. and Sonic is like running past the speed uh, trap. <laughs> uh huh. Um, and it's just, he's just like a blur, right? Because he's so fast. The kids were literally like, oh, that's Sonic. Even though like <laughs> that's 15 minutes into the movie, it's like, of course that's Sonic. Are you kidding me? But yeah. multiple kids were like, that's Sonic. That's Sonic. Yeah. Um, it's an exciting Sonic. time. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of groups of like uh, teenagers together, like a bunch of their. Sure. Like, you know, let's go as a group to some teenagers. Yep. There was one guy, this kind of like middle aged dude. Mm-hmm. He he fucking loved this movie. He thought this was the funniest shit. He also had his phone out for the majority oh. of the, the the movie. Oh, you! I saw your on tweet his, about this. <laughs> on his phone, he was looking at Sonic the Hedgehog gifts. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Yeah, which I, I could guy. not believe because he had his phone up for a while. And I was like, seriously, what? And I was trying to look at like, what is, what is he doing on his phone? Because it looked like he was I had like Google image search up something like that. Like I could see like the grid of like weird different shaped <laughs> rectangles. Uh, 
yeah, and then yeah. I realized, oh, those are all Sonic gifts of like just like you know eight bit eight bit Sonic running. Yeah, just like you know shit like it's, that. It's got to go fast. Yeah, yeah. That that guy, he really enjoyed the movie quite a bit. Yeah, good for him. I'm glad that was a fun movie. Honestly, I was actually surprised that most of the writing when it wasn't really trying to be funny was actually pretty like good and pretty funny. So like there was obvious the ki- there was obviously the kids jokes, but there were a few times I got a legitimate laugh out of like, okay, that's pretty good or whatever. Um, I don't know how much Olive Garden paid them, but like, man, <laughs> they, they pimp some, Garden's definitely in there. They pimped yep. some Olive Garden and also apparently Reebok is now the official Sonic shoe. So if you ever wondered what brand <laughs> Sonic wears, it's Reebok, apparently. It used to be soap. <laughs> it used to be. Not no more. They don't got the money anymore. I don't know. I don't think they exist anymore. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Maybe they were bought out by Reebok. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that movie was totally fine. I really enjoyed it. I don't think I need to see it again, though. Like, it's definitely done actually that so that reminds me because i was gonna ask this a minute ago with your whole blu-ray idea do you think anywhere in like the bonus features they mention or show the other sonic in like a like no, a they'll definitely talking mention about it. talking about the history behind the scenes do you think totally. they mention that at all totally yep i honestly i think they're very much in tune with like the sonic fan base or whatever and i think they I had think to be <laughs> after what do you think they word that though do you be like so this was our original idea this yeah. came out around, you know, 2019, kind of mid 2019. And yep. then people bullied us so much that we changed it to its current form, which, as yeah. you know, is this Sonic. How yeah. Do you think they, I, how do you think they address that? I don't know. But uh, um, Nathan and I were talking about this. And like at first I was kind of annoyed at this precedent set that like the Internet will just yell at you and you'll change it. But then I was like realizing they need to get the Sonic audience in theaters. That is the audience they need to make sure goes to see this movie because random people aren't going to go see the Sonic movie. So I kind of understand where they were coming from of just being like, okay, okay, we get it. We're going to fix it. Don't worry. <laughs> I think I'm of the other mind. I think like, like, like the question is like, how different would the box office be if it was the original Sonic design? Right. That's the question yeah. we're, we're currently talking about. So like, I feel like you already know if you're going to a Sonic movie, like it doesn't matter what Sonic looks like. You're going to go see it like you're just that person, right? Like Mm. if you're into video games, you're probably going to see it because you just kind of have to see what the weird video game movie is. If you're a kid, it probably doesn't matter what Sonic looks like. Like it probably really doesn't matter for marketing officials. It probably does. But yeah, if you're a kid, probably not. That's true. So is who's actually like putting their foot down being like, I'm not going to go unless he looks nine, at least 90% like, like my Sonic and then holds up his phone with, that only has Sonic gifts on it. I mean, the guy that you literally were talking about was in your theater. I, right. Yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> feel like not my I, I doubt the box office wouldn't have been different. Cause I know like we would have all seen it. Right. Doesn't matter well, what Sonic looks like. Yeah, Probably. I don't see why like that would have changed my opinion to yeah, see it. So, yeah. thinking, like, I, don't, I bet I bet it would have been pretty similar. That's that's my guess. But we'll never know. In we'll the never mirror, know. Mirror dimension. Yeah. I'm sure it was. John, are you excited after hearing people, what people have talked about it? I've heard good things. So I'm I'm probably 
going to watch at some point, but it's not going to be for a while because I leave on Monday. So, Right. Do you like kids' movies? Because that's kind of a prerequisite. <laughs> that's if, a loaded if question. Fu- if they're fun enough. this I would say this is fun. It doesn't really dawdle. It's faced pretty good. I mean, I would hope it'd be really sad if the Sonic movie was slow paced. Yeah. So there's like, that's true. <laughs> there's there's kids movies, but then there's like, like everyone movies. And that's what I feel yeah. like Pixar kind of lands. I don't think this is an everyone movie personally. I think this is a kids movie. It's that's just, that's how I came out of it with it. Like you see, you seem movie. to have enjoyed it more than I did. So that's I why totally I'm kind did. of light leaning towards the, like, I think it's, I think mostly kids are going to be into this. I don't really think it, there's like, a lot in there for adults. It's easily like a seven for me, probably out of 10. Like pretty above mediocre, but not great. Sure. But that was Sonic. Um, I don't have a good segue into the show, so let's just do the show. <laughs> well done. Well February done. 20th, Top Down Perspective. I'm Sean Booker. Paul Fleck. <laughs> I'm John Wheeler. The segue is literally we do a video game podcast and Sonic is a video game character, but whatever. <laughs> um, Paul, what have you been playing? Uh, I checked out that Bleeding Edge beta. Do you know that Bleeding Edge game? They kind of showed a little bit of it. Uh, at, was it at E3 or whatever? It's that new thing that Ninja Theory's working on that looks like a MOBA. Well, it's kind of like a MOBA, but it's kind of not. It's um. Have either of you played Smite, the high res no. game? No. Okay. It kind of plays a little nope. bit like that, where it's like a behind the back third person like hero shooter type thing, but like in a MOBA setting where you're in an arena and you're like Wasn't taking objective points. Wasn't that what Battleborn was? Battleborn was uh was it third person or first person or both? It might have been like you switch between them. I, I don't actually know. Yeah, Much like remember. most people I did not play it, so it's gone. See I did play it. I'm pretty sure it was first person, but I don't remember either <laughs> for sure. Uh but it doesn't have like the creeps or anything like that. It's literally just a uh, 4v4 fighting arena game where you take control points and whatnot. It plays a lot like Heroes of the Storm or like Overwatch where it's kind of cartoony and arcadey, but it's super fun and uh, easy to jump into. So I think it's really cool and it's going to be one of those free with Game Pass games. So I'm totally stoked for that. Otherwise, like for 30 bucks on Steam, I don't know that it's worth that price. But uh, it's just another reason to enjoy Game well, Pass for me. Doesn't Microsoft own the developer? Which I'm blanking. Yeah, Ninja now, Theory. Yeah. Ninja Theory. Yeah, so definitely mm-hmm. on Game Pass. Yeah, it's confirmed. It's on Game Pass. It comes out in like a month or so, a month and a half or something like that. So I'm stoked for it. Uh, if you have Game Pass, I think it'd be a cool thing to just check out, like in some of your free time or whatever. I don't. If you don't, I don't think this is worth thirty dollars personally. And. Uh, yeah, just another reason to get Game Pass. I can't wait to try more so I can actually speak at length about it. But if you like if you've always wanted to try MOBA but you don't like the like RTS style and the top down perspective of that and you kinda want like a third person action game. Everyone drink. <laughs> everyone drink. <laughs> um then maybe check it out. It's pretty cool. 
other than that, I forgot to talk about this last week, but I've been playing the division like for 80 hours a week for the last month. I've just been trying to grind out the last exotics that I need before the expansion comes out. Uh, That's a lot of division, man. Yeah, it's not too bad, though. It's like an MMO. You just get sucked into like the grind of it while like watching videos or listening to podcasts or whatever. It's not too, too bad. Um, I, do, I do plan to play the um, Warlords of New York. The mission that like leads into it that just came out. It's the it's two now, in Coney Island. Yeah, yeah they're OK. Like, uh, it just recently went public, I think, yesterday. So now yeah. I'll have access to them. Yeah, they're fine. I, I might play Warlords of New York. I'm I'm still deciding. Sure. It comes out at a bad time. <laughs> it comes yeah, out when okay. games come out. So like early March, though, right? Yeah, March 3rd. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not stoked about the timing for that. Really wish it had come out like a couple weeks ago with all this downtime and new stuff. But what can you do? Uh, that game's still fun. Just like I want to give the public announcement that that game is like $3 if you've been wanting to look into it. And it yep. is fully uh, compatible with GeForce now, which is how I've been playing it primarily, actually. So, yeah, might be worth looking into. That's all I've been playing, though. What about you, John? I've been playing through Yakuza 3 with Reese. Okay. Is yeah. this the last one and then you played them all? <clears throat> no. There's okay. seven of them. Well, I've can't, did, I don't remember if you started at like five or six or something. Started at zero. Okay. Yep. So uh, the Yakuza Remastered Collection came out recently. Uh, that's Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 all done up for the PS4. Uh, these are not completely redone like zero or one and two were. They are just like up-res remastered versions of the same game. So they didn't re-record any dialogue. They didn't add any extra scenes or anything like that. Although our version of three was missing a lot of features that this version adds back in. Like uh, what? Okay. Like there was a bunch of side quests with cabaret and stuff like that that you couldn't do. Okay. They just took out like a bunch of content and now it's it's all back in this one. Uh, yeah, that is, that is Yakuza. That is, is straight up Yakuza. Like it, I've described it with zero, one and two so far, and it's really not that much different. It's just, it's interesting because those three, zero, one and two were all like the remastered versions or they were new games. So they had already established the characters and knew how they wanted them to be. Uh, and now going back to three where they still kind of hadn't figured it out yet, or they were just getting to figuring it out is, is a bit jarring. Mm. like fights take longer to load in because of the way they had set up the game the way the fights start is a bit less organic than it became in the uh, in the remasters and right stuff. it's just an older game at this point yeah but it, it's it's jarring since i like the versions of one and two i played were newer games right have but, you thought about what you're gonna do for seven well seven is the rpg one where the the curious storyline ends so that's that you can pretty much step into whenever you want like so, so you don't. There's no worry for you about like doing them in order or anything. That you you'll just put that one wherever. That one might be wherever simply because it doesn't tell the same. It doesn't have the same characters in it. But I have okay. to look into it. I'll wait. I'll wait and see what reviews say. I'm sure it'll be as good as all the other ones. They seem Probably. to have a pretty high bar of quality for each one. Yeah, but it's gonna Are be really. The zombie it's, it's gonna be really jarring since this is gonna be an RPG instead of a beat 'em up. Yeah. Uh, I have not played uh, Dead Souls, no. 
Does that one like actually fall? Does, <laughs> is that a side story? Does it actually fall in? It's a it's a the, side story, but it uses the characters from like Yakuza, like three and four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you play or have any interest after in playing Judgment? I already have Judgment. I had actually meant to play it already since it, again, is a side story. Yeah. It has different characters. just uses the same city, but uh, yeah. it just never happened. Because I think the only reason I've been really playing through these is because like it's been something to play with Reese, and we both had a great time with it. Oh, okay. So it, would, it would feel weird to just be like, all right, on my own time, I'm going to play this game now. Bye. Sure. Gotcha. And if I, and if I was going to play a spinoff game that they did, I would do the Fist of the North Star one. So Yeah, makes sense. You did Zero start that comes. at some point, right? I did start that. I got a couple chapters in, but yeah. never got to keep playing it. Yeah. Uh, Zero comes to Game Pass at the end of the month, which yep. uh, by end of the month, I mean like five days from now. Yeah, like yeah. it's uh, the first time it's showing up on that system too because uh, all the Yakuza games until they got added to Steam were exclusive to PlayStation systems. Right. With, I guess, the Wii U as a weird exception. Which one came to Wii U? One and two. That is weird. Yeah, That's just a weird fact. Yeah, apparently it sold real bad, but apparently it was also a crummy port, so a couple of people threw blame around <laughs> on that one. Mm. Yeah. You mean to tell me they didn't give him like some armor that gives him electric powers <laughs> for the Wii U version? <laughs> I know, shocking. Um, that was unintentional. All right, anything else? Uh... That's pretty much it. How's Zelda going? Zelda, I'm at the end of the game, but I wanted 100% it before I beat the game, and it ends up you actually can't do that, which is frustrating. So uh, there's a bunch of side stuff you need to do, uh, or you can do, rather, and one of the things is you have to uh, beat the game to get the final part of a quest. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I just haven't sat down and done that. And uh, right now I'm in the dungeon uh, builder mode that's what i'm stuck doing content for right now yeah i didn't play any of that because everyone was just basically saying like this part of the game sucks uh and i also just (laughs) didn't have much i usually don't have much of an interest in like making my own stuff anyway the only reason in my opinion it sucks is because you can't share them with other people because the only Mm, way to do it is with amiibos if it was if they had an online repository a la like a mario maker types deal People will be raving about it. Yep, that's a certified stamp. Sucks. <laughs> wow. Okay. But they got that like Nintendo app. Just put it. Just use the app. I have this whole app on my smartphone. This thing's on the internet twenty four seven. No. Yeah. How else are you going to chat to people? Not allowed. Wow. Yeah, that's that, kind of a bummer. That's literally the last thing I have left to do. I found all the seashells. I found all uh, I found all the pieces of heart and it ends up the last one I was missing is also tied into this mode. So I have to the, do I have to do all these the dungeon mode. Yeah, I have to finish off a, a bunch of the uh, pre-built ones before I can even get the last one. Apparently they just straight up give you like an entire heart container for finishing it. Okay. But uh, the real problem is that the pieces you get for new dungeon rooms are sold in the store for 1300 rupees, which is a stupid amount. And you have to do that seven times, which is twice as stupid. So, uh, I mean, you should just move on to a new game. I really should. 
but it's There's gonna no bug me. It's, go, it's going to bug me. It's going to bug me. That's. I'm sorry. I feel sorry for you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I've been playing. Um. All right. I haven't really played a lot of new stuff. I'm still going through Tokyo Mirage Sessions. That game is very enjoyable. Um, same with Children of Morta. That game is also very enjoyable. There's an update as well, too, right? Recently. To or Morta? It. Yep. They added a challenge mode or challenge dungeon or something. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not done the main quest, so I haven't seen anything pop up in my game, but maybe... I need to like beat the game to have that even show up. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find what it is, but go sorry, go on. I would have preferred them to implement online co-op cuz they have local co-op, but I guess challenge dungeon was Let's see. More Shrine pressing. of Challenge free update official trailer. Uh there's a whole bunch of patch notes that I Okay, hard mode with increased enemies, um, damage and health, bigger XP, new enemies, dark blade and mech constructor, new UI with large HUD option, 18 new items, uh, balance tweaks for normal mode and other fixes. Is, what is this has. on every platform or just the just PC? Um, it doesn't say. I know for sure it's PC because this is Steam I'm looking at. So I don't know if it's later. It's probably later for Switch and other stuff. Yeah, well, I'm playing on Xbox because it's on Game Xbox. Pass, but sure. Um, either way, yep, that game is still very fun. But um, some new stuff I could talk about though is I played some fun board games and card games, um, okay. such as Forbidden Sky. Uh, and I've talked about the Forbidden series of game uh, board games before. <clears throat> These are basically pandemic. Mm-hmm. But just a, a, a reskin um, and a little a little easier and more friendly. Um, so stuff like Forbidden Island was the first one, Forbidden Desert. This is another one, Forbidden Sky. Uh, so it's a co-op board game. Everyone's playing against the board. Uh, the setting is now you're in you're on like an airship in the middle of a storm and you're trying to take off in a rocket that you find. Mm hmm. Um, much like a lot of co-op, uh, board games, it's extremely similar to the other ones, which is a bummer. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I just keep buying them cause I'm an idiot. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, um, <clears throat> cool thing forbidden sky has is there's like a wind mechanic where you can get blown off the airship that you're on. So not only do you have like a health meter that you, that, uh, only gets damaged when there's lightning strikes. Um, but you have like a rope meter as well. There's only so many times you can like save yourself from falling off the edge with your rope. Okay. So that's kind of cool. And the whole thing that you're trying to do this time is much like forbidden, uh, Island and desert. You're kind of building the map with the, with the, um, tiles as you go. There are wires on the bottom and you need to you have a blueprint that you need to create a circuit for the rocket to be able to get enough power to go off, which will include different sizes of capacitors and like lightning rods and stuff like that. And so all the wires connect. So you have to be careful because whenever there's a lightning strike, wherever there's a lightning rod, those tiles are going to get hit and then the lightning is going to spread out through the wires on the ground. And if you're on one of those tires, 
tiles you'll take damage. What's very cool, though, is so there are t there are wires on the tiles, which they they just dictate where the lightning will go. But you also have to when you are building the capacitors, you have to put a physical item which is the capacitor down on the board and you have to put a physical wire, which is actually just kind of like a stick down on the board as well so that it actually evenly and they, they say cleanly attaches because there's magnets and pieces of metal on these pieces because you're actually building a, an actual series circuit so that when the rocket goes off, there's a battery in there. And if the, the circuit is complete, it'll actually light up and make like a blast off noise. But that can only happen if each piece is actually connected properly or cleanly enough so that the electricity can make it all the way around the board and back to the rocket to finish the, the circuit. Um, so that was that was just pretty cool to kind of have that in a board game and do that. We only played it once and we lost, actually. we In fact, we lost because my character got blown off the side one too many times and I didn't have enough rope. So my character died, and if one character dies, the whole team dies. But we just finished the circuit because we wanted to see the rocket do its thing. And that was pretty fun. Um, uh, and then the other game I played on my game night uh, the other on the weekend was the Scott Pilgrim uh, uh, deck building game. Oh, okay. Which I've had for a while, um, but just <clears throat> never unwrapped it and, and played it. <clears throat> sure. Uh, this game is it's it's pretty complicated as far as deck builders go. I don't know if I would really recommend it for anyone's like first deck builder. I don't even know if it's like particularly interesting of a deck builder. <laughs> There's definitely better ones out there. OK, um, but this one's kind of fun because you play as one of the. It's like six characters, you know, so there's, there's like Scott, Ramona, Knives, you know, all all his friends, Wallace. Um, I forgot the other people's names. Stephen Stills, Kim um, Pine. Yep, the, those two are in there as well. Yep. <clears throat> I think those are the six. I don't think there's any others. Um, you then have to pick an evil X to go up against, and all the evil Xs are there. There's also an additional one, because there's, there's eight, because the, all the cards are double-sided, and I can't remember what the additional one is. Is it they just separated the two... Twin, no, no the, the twins are is, one. Is it Nega Scott? No, it was, I think it was a girl. I think I remember seeing another girl there that I didn't recognize because there's only one evil ex girl, right? Yeah. Maybe it was like Envy or something. Maybe they just like threw her in there. I can't quite remember, but I don't think it was Envy. Um. Anyway. Uh. So what you need to do is you need to collect like... <clears throat> There's the whole usual thing of like cards are resource cards for you to buy other ones that give you like more resources and whatnot. But the the end goal is to get enough points that will equal the number of points on the evil X card that you're currently playing against. You can defeat the evil X and that won't exactly win you the game. They'll usually have a certain number of like victory points, but not enough for you to have like the winning number of victory points. So you have to take on other challenges. The, the evil X counts as a challenge. Mm -hmm. But what's kind of cool is because there's because it's a based on a comic, the area where you're like buying your the resources and what is called the plot line that you're constantly <laughs> purchasing and refilling it up. So that's that's theoretically like the story you're building is, oh, and then this happened, then this happened. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then I challenged these people like, oh, I challenged the vegan 
cops or whatever, blah, 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 stuff like that. So that's kind of fun. Um, yeah. I think it's more just like, hey, I really like Scott Pilgrim. Oh, hey, I remember this scene from the comics. Oh, I remember this one, this one, this one. I think there's, I think you get a lot out of that, and that's kind of what bumps up the game in enjoyment for me personally. Sure. Uh, like I said, I don't think it's a particularly great deck building game, um, and it can be kind of weirdly complicated for someone's like first deck building game. <clears throat> but um, if you know, if you like the source material, it's it's definitely up your alley. Also, it comes in a pretty like standard sized box, but it uses like a third of that to hold the cards. Hmm. so that's just weird it's like why didn't you just make a smaller box so that it doesn't take up so much shelf space what are you guys doing like this is annoying yeah that is kind of weird and it's not even like a scenario of like oh you can get expansions and like fill it up one i don't believe there are expansions but two that's not even how the packaging is set up the packaging is just here's a bunch of wasted space with like a hole in the middle that is the right size for the cards you own plus another box in there just to like fill more space so the cards aren't flopping around it, it is the the packaging is just a complete waste of cardboard um i looked it up it is envy is it envy okay um, makes sense which technically is not an evil x but i think like the scott's evil x yeah yeah it's still an evil x scott's evil x yeah i guess but i mean the evil x's were always ramona's evil x yeah and it was always the seven. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's fine. Like they needed an even number. All this, all the cards are double sided. The other kind of interesting thing, whenever you do a challenge, which basically means you're going to battle something, mm-hmm. you flip over your resource cards because every single card is double sided. And on the back of every resource card is a fight input like a fighting game. And if you flip over your character card, there will be a list of combos you have. That'll be like, if you play two up, up cards and then a B, you'll do this specific attack. That's neat. Um, hmm. So that's kind of fun. And if you can't feel the combos, just every like uh combat card you do play, will do one damage. But often like if you can do a combo that has only two inputs, it'll do like three damage instead of just two separate ones. So it is advantageous to get the combos in there. So that's just kind of a fun little like fighting game. Let's get some video game stuff in there and whatnot. That's um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it's an interesting game. I I don't really know if I would like recommend picking it up, but I got it when it was like on an Amazon sale. So, you know, I don't feel bad. Sure. Um, but yeah, so I played that. Um, that's it for me this week, though. Um, so okay. let's move on to a bunch of this news. Yeah. Paul, please take some of this away. Yeah. Okay. You know, HQ trivia, how they filed for bankruptcy, like I think a couple years ago. Well, they're officially dead completely. They're closing down. <laughs> right. I did see this. Um, did any of you, and I'm pretty sure the answer is no, watch that final HQ game. No, no. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Several people recorded it and put it on YouTube, and I cannot recommend it enough because the two hosts got fucking wasted drunk (laughs) while they did the game show. They just have like this comically large bottle of champagne that they're just drinking the whole time. It is nuts. It's a long video. The videos that I was seeing, they're about 50 minutes long. The game itself only starts at like... 15 ish 10 15 so there's only about half an hour of content but it is it is a worthy half an hour to watch 
Okay. It is just, they're just like, I'm going to do a handstand. Hey, someone <laughs> please hire me. <laughs> it is absolutely ridiculous. They're just flipping off the camera and like, you guys lost. <laughs> Sat- but what's really funny is, and again, they're doing this all super drunk. They just keep giving away gift drops, which I guess that was something they implemented after I stopped playing where they would be like, hey, here's a free life. So if you fall, you can keep keep playing. You can keep going You know, one more time. They just kept gift dropping like 10 free lives. So like not a lot of people were out at the end of the game. So like 500 people won. Oh, and, they, and the prize the prize was $5. So you just get to see this <laughs> leaderboard at the end of all these names winning one cent. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh god, it is definitely look up like Final HQ game on YouTube. It's pretty enjoyable. Um yeah, th- yeah, th- th- there's my there's my piece. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That sounds great. Uh last week we talked about how Activision Blizzard pulled all their stuff from Nvidia GeForce Now. Apparently there was a misunderstanding where Activision wanted to Talk well, I think with the misunderstanding was wait our games are still on that no 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 <laughs> well it, they were never supposed to be apparently what Blizzard wants is a um they wanted At a fat check yeah honestly they wanted like some partnership uh, talks or whatever to go through and GeForce is like this is like kind of a free service where people just play the games they already purchased from you. Um, apparently they wanted was like, but please. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently. So the basic idea is that blizzard or Activision blizzard said, let's have like a business meeting about this or whatever. And they took that as to be like, oh yeah, they're cool with it. And the put, they put it up there, but they never officially gave the go ahead. And that's what the misunderstanding was, I guess. Um, I pulled this more for you because I know you really like to talk about this stuff, but there's uh, another color of Nintendo Switch, a coral pink. I, I did see this. I like it. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's a yeah. good color. Yep, good color. Could you, could you... Who would... At this point, who would buy gray? All these colors are so nice. There's a lot of nice colors there, yeah. I don't know. The gray, the gray just seems so boring. Yeah, I still think the yellow sure. one looks the best. You still think the yellow what? one? Let me see. Oh yeah, no, the yellow one's pretty good. Like yellow the, one's I pretty good. Yellow one looks really good. I would good. probably buy the coral one if I was getting a Switch Lite, but I don't see any point in it. That's the thing is that I don't see a point in getting a Switch Lite, but uh, these colors are nice, so there's that. I think the point is so that when you pull it out of your bag, everyone's like, "Ooh, yeah, totally, yep." Um, yeah. That's it for that. I thought this was interesting. So this one is interesting, yeah. The Witcher 3 got an update that allows it to have cross-save capabilities with the PC version. So if you have the it Switch on... Switch one. Yeah. Saying. Yeah. If you have it on PC and you played like pretty far in it and then you decided to buy it on the Switch, you can now take that file from the PC onto your Switch and vice versa. That's is, awesome. That's dope. That's, <laughs> that's so real cool. good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great thing. That's huge. Also, I didn't yeah. pull it here because it's just like a one line thing and you'll know what it is. Is Cyberpunk 2077 has been confirmed to come to GeForce now. 
when that comes oh, out. Yeah, I did see that. So which is great. That's awesome. Basically, this whole section of the podcast is CD Projekt Red gets that gamers like have different things and want to provide their games in the best way possible for them. Yep. Hopefully not at the expense of the people working there, but we'll find out more when that game gets closer and people start talking out about their working conditions, I guess. Right. I well, after that delay, I'm sure their working conditions are poor. Mm. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm not stoked about it. So, yeah, uh, this came out earlier this week. Diablo and Overwatch are getting shows, apparently. Right. This was based off of like just like a LinkedIn leak. Like they just showed up on someone's LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know about the Diablo. This Overwatch one seems like a no-brainer. Like, how is that yep. not already a Saturday morning cartoon? Yeah, that would really kind of work on that world a lot. Yep. Agreed. It would probably oh. be less horny, though, than some of the animations I've seen. Wink. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, people have been just talking about this. I've seen this link a few times on Twitter now, so I just grabbed it. The Game Pass games coming to PC this month are Yakuza Zero Wasteland Remastered, Reigns Game of Thrones Edition, Two Point Hospital, and Indivisible, all of which are bangers for different reasons. So that's great. I don't know why I saw that linked so many times. I guess I just follow a lot of PC gaming centric people. But, like, it was on my timeline every day at least once. Hey, people like free games. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, free games. Quote, unquote, yeah. Okay, let's get into the coronavirus section of the show. This is where we need uh, a stinger. Oh, my favorite. Great. Here comes the theme song. Yeah, Great. this is where we need a stinger that's Play like somebody coughing or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> coronavirus minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Sony and PlayStation just at large... Or, PlayStation and Sony canceled their appearance at PAX East due to the coronavirus concerns. Uh, in the right, same, this is vi- pretty last minute because that's that's soon, right, John? Yeah, that is next week. Yeah, yeah. And they had already come up being like, "Hey, you guys are going to get to play some Final Fantasy VII, some <laughs> yep. Last of Us Part Two, and just, now you're not." Yeah, it's a bummer because like what I linked here, it's obviously been reported by other people, but what I linked here was literally their blog post just being like. Get excited. We're going to be at PAX East, but at the very top is like update. We're no longer going to be at PAX. It's just like, oh, right. man. <laughs> and I was seeing some people being like, there, you know, there's one case in the Boston area, but they, they keep saying like, you know, this is for our like employees health. So like who's yeah. going to get mad at them for this? Right. Totally. Oh, yeah. You'd be surprised. Like totally, well, I'm just saying justifiably like. Justifiably, oh, justifiably, yeah, yeah, it seems yeah. like a good a good reason not to. I am curious though, because so our next stories is some people pulling out of GDC, yeah, which a little more relevant to mine because I was planning to go to GDC since it's local to me, sure. Um, but then again, also kind of question for you, John: any concern at all about going to these major conventions right now? Uh, when I see a major corporation like Sony back out, I get concerned. <laughs> So you are. Yeah. So you would say you are now a little more concerned about coronavirus. I am more than, concerned than, than I would have been had Sony not backed out. Uh, the, okay. The logic I see them using is the fact that they don't. They're going to have to transport people from probably their Japanese headquarters and stuff like that, and a lot of different time in different airports might cause some issues. So I kind of get that. Sure. And the, the, I mean, even just like taking like you know the China, Asia, Japan kind of section out of it, it's just a lot of people 
who typically don't like to shower mm. going to one space together. Um, and, and I know you specifically get sick like almost every time. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not looking forward to getting sick again. Uh, with coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> with Although, coronavirus. Dude, if you get coronavirus, the coronavirus minute is going to blow up on this oh show. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, in other news, because oh, it's actually when I said the GDC stuff, it was the first time I actually thought like this is the yeah. first time like it could like this is the first like you know convention I'll go to when it since it's been an issue like a huge mm-hmm. gathering of people. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time I've had to like really actually think about it. I don't think there'll be a breakout there. They had one instance in Boston and they quarantined it fast enough, but we'll right. See. But now a whole bunch of people are heading to Boston. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. I guess just to, well, first of all, more news on this. Uh, they also pulled out of GDC along with Oculus and Facebook gaming in general uh, is no yep. longer going as well. Yep. Um, I did read, this has nothing to do with video games, but this is the coronavirus minute. So right. um, I, did, I did read that I think earlier this morning or like yesterday, there was a news article that they found like a protein strand that they're able to like, basically cure this thing with a little more study like it's not going to be that big of a deal so people need to calm down a little bit more also people die more of the flu every year than this thing has killed at all so just keep that in mind for now for now until it mutates and kills us all uh dangerous driving too is these are some famous last words Mm -hmm. people are going to find this podcast in a decade when humanity is but a but a distant memory and they're going to be like, see, we had no idea it was coming. Look, these guys were like, it's fine. Who are I'm going to go play it already, the rest of us too. It already is a distant memory. Who are you kidding? Humanity's been dead for a while. I pulled this because I wanted to hear your take on it because I didn't play Dangerous Driving, but Dangerous Driving 2 is coming and it's an open world game. Are you are you asking for my take? Yeah, because didn't I, you play I did da- not play Dangerous. No. Oh, then I'm just going to skip to but the next thing. But that was the one that did not come with a soundtrack, right? And they were they encouraged you to just load up Spotify. Yeah. I thought you I had think. played it, but like I haven't. Okay. <clears throat> then I kind of don't care about this news. I want to listen. I want to hear more about Dangerous Driving. Uh Sony patents some uh leak or whatever come out for the PSVR2 and they use the same finger tech that uh the valve index uses or like something similar to it so that makes sense i don't think it actually said psvr2 right it was just it doesn't yeah it's a new patent uh yeah uh so you know take it with a grain of salt what this could actually be but Mm -hmm. that makes sense like you gotta keep up finger tracking is where it's at yep for sure i'd be surprised if there's even cables on it right it's all about inside out tracking yeah for sure uh, a couple of weeks back, we talked about how GTA 4 ran out of copies that you could buy on Steam digitally. Well, it's back uh, with some changes cool. to it. So Good. it seems like we were talking about how there were problems with the uh, Games for Windows Live thing. And then we're all like, yeah, but they ripped it out of some other stuff. So, like, why can't they do it to this? Well, they could, but the, some radio stations are no longer going to be available. So I think it was more to do with renegotiating licenses and all that sort of stuff, probably. Also, there's no longer going to be leaderboards, no multiplayer at all, because there's no more games for Windows Live, and apparently it was pretty tied. Their multiplayer and stuff was pretty tied into games for Windows Live at that point in time. And it's just not worth building it, because who's even playing this? 
totally like, just go play gta 5 and have a better time totally and like uh, if there's a community that wants it enough they will get modders and hackers to make that stuff work anyway so they don't need to officially do it yeah i'd assume the radio station stuff would be like because it's like considered like a new release so they would have to like relicense those things maybe that's my guess yeah um this is the problem with pulling just the tweet i had the actual article about it at some point it actually said which stations it was it was the rock and reggae one i believe i can't remember it's been forever since i played yeah that means nothing to me at this point it's 2020 (laughs) yeah uh, this news came out today. Eli Roth, the creator yep. of um, Hostel and Cabin Fever and a bunch of other um, weird horror movies from the early 2000s or early 2010s, I guess, is helping the Borderlands movie. So why not? That'll that'll be interesting. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm surprised we haven't heard about a Borderlands movie before this. Mm-hmm. Um. Sure. So, like, my initial reaction was like, oh, good, Borderlands lore and the writing and the stuff that's not the game. That's those are my favorite parts of Borderlands. I just love it so much. Um, Obviously, being sarcastic, those are the worst parts of Borderlands. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's actually being written by the the guy, uh, Craig Mazin, who won several enemies for his work on Chernobyl. So maybe there actually will be some good writing. I mean, they got a good person doing some of the writing. But I feel like if you give it good writing, it's not Borderlands. It's no longer Borderlands. Yeah, totally. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Well, I just feel like you have to go for a very certain thing to make it Borderlands. True. If you don't and just make it more serious, then you get Mad Max Fury Road, which cool. I already got that on my shelf. I I would be happy to watch that again. So Mm -hmm. I don't need this one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll have to see what happens with it. uh, Yeah. Um. This is probably never going to be a thing. You don't think right? so? Yeah, no. I don't know. I have no idea. That Uncharted movie can't even get off the ground. But Sonic did. That game is basically a movie. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, This was just for me because I was stoked that this is a thing. There's a Tony Hawk Pro Skater documentary, and it's being premiered February 29th at the Mammoth Film Festival called, uh, what's it called? It's like... uh. Pretending I'm a Superman, the Tony Hawk video game story world <laughs> premiere, February 29th. I'm stoked. I'm, I really wanted to see the uh, making of that game back in the day and see some old footage of young Tony Hawk playing video games. Sure. Uh, Tony Hawk's Twitter account is basically him just posting videos of people being like, hey, are we, aren't you Tony Hawk? Yeah. And which is pretty enjoyable. <laughs> Tony Hawk has been one of my favorite people to watch randomly on YouTube now because, yeah, he just goes around and people are like, has anybody told you you look like Tony Hawk? And then he gives them a skateboard. It's like, <laughs> OK, <laughs> I I follow a subreddit that I cannot remember the name of, uh-huh. but it's all about like celebrities making surprise appearance. Uh-huh. Just, you know, either at an event or just like around that just happened to be getting filmed. And he did this one where he drove around. I want to say it was like somewhere in L.A., just driving up to like kids with skateboards and shouting, Hey, do a kickflip. Yeah. And then if they did a kickflip, he would he be like, cool. Yeah. He gives them a skateboard. Yeah. 
That's that's what Tony and Hawk does now. Sometimes they'd be like, "Hey, wait, aren't you aren't you Tony Hawk?" And then sometimes they'd just be like, "Oh, thanks, thanks, man." Yeah, yeah. No, it's weird. It's weird content, but I like it. Okay. Um, all so, right. I brought this next news story. Uh, mm-hmm. Remedy had an investors uh, call. Uh, they basically just talked about what they're currently working on, and just to kind of list those off. Uh, you know, they have the con- control DLCs. They're doing Crossfire X, the single player campaign, which we knew that was that xbox it showed up at the xbox um e3 presentation as this i think wasn't it like a chinese mmo or not sorry not mmo but like mmo yeah yeah shooter they they were like bringing over and remedies doing the campaign for it so now it's like wait this is like worth paying attention to um they're doing vanguard which i had not heard of vanguard apparently it's a multiplayer game and then they have started pre-production on a third yet unannounced project so they're doing a lot, cool. which I'm very happy to see that Remedy is yep. healthy and thriving because I heard that Control did not sell very well. Which is surprising because uh, it got which, a lot of awards from what I saw. Yeah, that which breaks my heart. <laughs> it's, but, um, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, still Remedy, man, those guys rock. Yeah. Uh, all right. And last bit of news. Uh, did you guys watch the Animal Crossing direct? Nope. No. Did not care. Yep. Wow. Oh man, I thought. I, are you not an Animal Crossing fan, John? No. Okay. I tried to watch. Like I, I legitimately tried to watch it, and I was a little tired, and I started falling asleep. So I was just like, you know what? I'll let Sean tell me about this because he's animated at least. I will listen yeah, to what I he watched, says. I watched like about twenty minutes of it. Um, I did not wake up at six a.m. to watch it. Good. Sure. Good. It yeah. was. It was basically just like. You know, here's a video of some of the cool new features. They talked a lot about features they had already shown before. Uh, I'm definitely not the authority to say, like, what is new that they showed. Um, What looked fun to you? You can pull out a ladder and climb up a cliff. Cool. Oh, so it's like Death Stranding. Okay. I was going to say this. It didn't make me think of Death Stranding. Looks like you can just jump across uh, rivers if they're skinny enough. So that's that's not like Death Stranding. Gotta fall in nope. the water first. <laughs> yep. There's an there's an otter suit and you fly around. I don't know the ghosts. They talked about like seasonal events. You can pick which hemisphere you're in, which is kind of cool, and that would uh dictate kind of what season at what point of the year you'll look at. I don't know if they had that in previous ones or not. I'm gonna say no. That being an option. Yeah. Um. I'm pretty excited. Tom Nook's there. He's an evil megalomaniac. <laughs> Um, the online they spent a good chunk they spent okay let me put it this way for online play you shouldn't have to explain that much detail how online play works and the fact that they had to spend a significant time explaining how their online play works makes me think it's going to be something dumb and stupid we have to jump through to get this working like friend codes or some garbage like that thanks nintendo because that should literally just be like, hey, you can play with your friends up to this many people. And and then, you know, us as modern people who play games would just know, oh, I know how that works when it comes to video games. But the <laughs> fact that they had to, like, walk through some stuff scares me because I still don't fully understand it because they it's uh, uh, but it's you're going to need to download so Pocket Camp and <clears throat> sync it to your <laughs> Nintendo app. And only then will you get the friends list from there. That's where the friends list lives is in the pocket camp, not in the actual game. That's how you transfer friends to the actual game. 
then they can visit your island and kind of see the ghost of what you did, but not actually play with you. Oh, God, you're going to have to. This is sounding too real. This is sounding too real. You're going to have to draw a pentagram on the ground with you and your five friends. Yeah. And then you're going to have to bring their souls into the amiibo. Yeah. In the center. of, And then you take the pentagram and put it on your switch. And then your friend now lives in your switch. Yeah. But only between the hours of 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Yeah. Um, Tom Nook requires sacrifice. <clears throat> Tom Nook does require sacrifice. <laughs> that is that has never been more true. Yeah. They talked about the Nendo, the the Switch app on the phones. Okay. And I guess their big feature is you can use the Switch app to scan QR codes for custom designs you made in the 3DS version of the game or in Happy Home Designer so that you can bring those designs over to the switch version i mean that's good a lot of people okay, are actually pretty excited about yeah, that yeah that's fine that's fine mm-hmm. they should do so much more with the switch app you're correct is, you are correct oh, wait is that, that is like the least that interesting <laughs> thing oh. that's it that's oh. the, the switch apps for oh i thought that was the first point of a list that you were gonna give me <laughs> okay to be fair i mean they, they there could be more that they're holding back Th- they they're probably mention is. anything else there probably isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, but I was <laughs> yeah, being no, optimistic. <laughs> in a world Nintendo's taught me not to be optimistic. Fair. In a world where you can't share Mario Maker 2 levels easily with your friends. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't trust Nintendo to do anything with yeah, this. Totally. I'm even I'm starting to think now because like I'm getting my girlfriend excited for Animal Crossing. She's never played an Animal Crossing. She really likes Stardew Valley. So this is like. This is perfect because I'm not a huge Stardew Valley guy. I'm an Animal Crossing guy. So it's like, here we go. Yeah, you're you're selling her soul for her to Tom Nook. Yeah, I'm putting her inside the Amiibo. (laughs) And I'm going to put the Amiibo on the Switch so that we can finally be together forever. Because if I get my soul also in the Switch. They'll be together until the battery dies out on the system. Decomposes. But it doesn't matter because we're going to be alive in in the future. We're going to be the Matrix. Yeah. Delivering couches for our friendly cats. What are we wow. talking about? This is that real took a dark. Turn. That took <laughs> yeah. a turn. Um, oh. Holy shit. All right. Anyways, what I was saying is though, because it's like, okay, I'm going to want her to have like her own island because like I got my own island. I got to be, I'm customizing <laughs> totally. my own island. No, yeah, that makes sense for sure. So like, but she, so she has an account on my Switch. Is she going to have, be able to have her own island? And then since we're both on the same Switch, are we going to be able to play together or does it have to come from a different Switch? Different Switches. You know what? Different Whatever switches. the answer is, I lose. I just know it. It's different switches. Yeah, you will have I, your I, own different islands and different profiles, but you will need different switches to play together. Probably. No, you no. That's you, how other they, games work. They've literally no, said I, I there's one can. island per switch. Period. Oh, per switch. Oh yes. wow. Okay, you need another switch for both. Then that's hilarious. So that's actually insane. Good job, like, Nintendo. <laughs> Great. Yeah. This is. Yeah, so they would both be able to access the same island so they could play together on the Switch on Sean's island. But if they wanted to go to different islands or have different islands, they have to get a new Switch. Yeah, like I want her to have her island and I want I want to have my island and then we can like visit each other's island. Nook wins. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Whoever loses Nook wins. 
I don't, yeah, I don't. Thanks, Nintendo. And that's how like high, two copies of the game. How like high def are these fucking islands that it takes one per system? <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, that's what I'm wondering about. Like, what are they doing with the game exactly that's forcing that? Like, are they just making it? Are they just using some part of the system that they can't somehow have two in the memory? Like, there's got to be, be, right? be some reason. I, I feel like, like it has to just be, like, indifference, and they're just, like, sticking their nose in the air, because, like, why does their online suck? It's 2020, and they, like, they were, it's a refusal to get with the times that has long since gotten past, oh, this is cute. It's Nintendo with their cute online little friend codes. <laughs> it's, like, it's not, it's not cute anymore. <laughs> not cute anymore. <laughs> Couple of people yeah. in the chat are mentioning it's probably to prevent cheating or duping items, or due to Animal Crossing's unusually strict anti-cheat rules. Huh. Heaven forbid I get ahead in the Animal Crossing leaderboards. <laughs> that is maybe having two couches that are the same. <laughs> that'll <laughs> two Apple that'll TVs. Teach that'll teach you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can always yeah, you can so always that get brings that. Up the other topic is they were trying to figure out what the like online um cloud saving feature is because i guess a couple days ago something appeared that was saying like oh you can't do cloud saves and i think pokemon doesn't do cloud saves um because go fuck yourself i guess (laughs) yeah like why i'm paying for nintendo online (laughs) exactly but like some of your flagship are pokemon the most profitable meat like property in the world not not enough um anyway with animal crossing i think what they (laughs) determined is you can have a cloud save but you only get to access it once wait what what does that mean so it's literally just like a last resort oh something screwed up okay here's your game back i think it's like a temporary it's a temporary save idea basically Okay, but then after that, is it still in there? So if it fucks up again, you still have that like to revert back to. I think you have to do another backup I, at that point. I don't. But you can do another backup. It's kind. This is kind of okay, but know. like the this fact that there's no cloud saving about is this ridiculous. Right this is where all the confusion is stemming from. Wait, you can't do another backup. It's only if your switch is like lost or stolen. You get one. Yeah. That's what that's the chat saying. Is you Amazing. get one period. Everyone is saying no one backup. It's because switch. Why users, I, oh. It's because switch user accounts are hard coded to not be able to access each other's save data, so you could not visit each other's islands if the island data was tied to your user accounts. But like, cool. why why couldn't it create another world in my system memory is, for the other user? Is like the question. Besides, like, fuck you, which is obviously the reason. Right. That's like, well, I think that's why people are upset about it more than anything. I get not being able to play with somebody on the same switch because sure, like it's one you're using one profile, you get one world. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that it's like time is going by in the game or whatever. I don't know. I Maybe it has to do with that one time that I, I tripped Iwata when I walked past him and he's holding uh, a grudge. Oh, no. Yeah. God rest his Maybe. soul. I don't know. Maybe well, if Sean so wasn't like, the only one who watched the direct, the, there wouldn't be so many questions. Paul and I don't care about Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, I was okay with um, not even talking about this because fuck Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm excited for Animal Crossing. I will say, though, like, I understand having to, you know, don't cheat for Pokemon. There is a, a competitive scene there. 
<laughs> this what is with what is that competitive scene with Animal Crossing? Who cares? Didn't they in the GameCube version? You could input a code and get thirty thousand bells as many times as you wanted. And I finally paid off my house. They were fine with it back then. They want to make sure you never pay off your house this time. Yeah. Perpetual mortgage. Yeah. Nook's like, hey, you can just make that house as big as you want. Just keep going. You want you want to buy an going. island? I got some islands you can buy. Yeah. Uh, if I pay Nook enough, can my girlfriend have her own island on her own save account? Yeah. The, yeah. The, and I'll, I'll, you have to literally play the game to, for a year to unlock. That I have feature. to I have to chop my arm off. Oh, there's a significant online economy for rare items. I see. Uh, hmm. Cool. Got to get those. Got to get those gold chairs. Anyway. Is there gold uh, chairs? That's the news. I Probably. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, you. That's why I'm asking you. I don't. I don't care about the rare eco- economy in oh. Animal Crossing. I just want. I just want to have a save backup in case something goes wrong. Yeah. Too bad. This is honestly a problem that I have with a lot of the Nintendo stuff is that if there's a problem, it's like hell getting everything back the way it was if you buy something new. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. some questions? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, If you want to send a question in, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. Uh, I'll read this first one. I haven't read any of these. Uh, hopefully they're good. This one is not good. Okay. Rasterman says, so I recently found out that over two weeks ago was a non-official annual celebration called puzzle day on January 29th. As far as I know, people from different parts of the world gather to solve them in a public or private venue. Okay. Welcome to my private puzzle. Okay. Uh, and there are tournaments as well, which is pretty neat. So mm-hmm. regarding the topic, have you ever solved a jigsaw puzzle <laughs> or attempted to do so? Yes. Both. I've attempted and solved a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> I, I literally. No, no need to brag. I literally have one I was working on, but behind me. So I used to actually do them uh, frequently with my grandma when we were younger. We did like one a week. So, yes, I've done them, many of them. Um, if so, how big was it and how much time did it take before you finished it or gave up on it? So I should the, also say I have done a jigsaw puzzle. Okay. The only one I've ever given up on is I had one of those 3d puzzles and I was just like, this is ridiculous. They were, I used to like love those as a kid. Like the foam ones, the foam ones. Yeah. 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 Those were so good as a kid. I had the giant working grandfather clock one as a kid. It was, that sounds it pretty was cool. six feet tall How giant and it worked oh, like it, they had an actual wow. clock hand on it. It was great. Jesus Christ. That's, in, that's intense. And it was still foam. Yeah. The clock was foam. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't think I've done a 3d one. I don't know. I think the biggest one I've done is like a thousand pieces. Yeah. Thousands pretty standard. I think. Yeah. I got two here now, and one's like 780 pieces, and the other is is a thousand. What's the biggest? What's the biggest one you've done? Most pieces? Probably 1500. But I think that might be a 3D one. Mm, Paul? Probably a thousand. I can't think okay. of another number variation that would be higher. 
Well, I've seen like 3,000, 4,000. I've like definitely not. Way into puzzles. I've never done a 3,000 or 4,000. I know that for sure. Um, he's also counting video game puzzles. Have you ever done one of those like video game puzzles? Yeah. I have not. Those don't seem video game it, puzzles. So just like yeah, it's it's, the, it's just a digital puzzle. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do a whole lot of those, like free to play shit for sure. I have a competitive multiplayer version of those. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Atlas made it. It's called Pieces. What? Okay, let yeah. me look this up. That's great. It's for the, it's for the SNES. Yeah, I'll have to look into this. That's awesome sounding. Uh, well, while he's looking that up, John, do you want to read this next one? Sure. Next one comes to us from Lineback, who says, After seeing a complete iCarly Fire Emblem GBA ROM hack, yes, really, I was wondering what is the strangest ROM hacker mod you've seen? Uh, one of my favorite ones is River City Ransom, but everyone is Wilford Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't have a good answer for this. Uh, I'm not sure that I do either, frankly. I don't go far into the ROM hack world. Yeah, I don't really have an answer for this. Uh, VGC Kenny writes, If you were on a televised reality sh- talent show... What gaming feat would you demonstrate on the show you think would impress the host enough to give you a good lasting impression? I can answer I this right I now. I don't any? have one because I don't take gaming that seriously. I don't. I also just can't like. What would even be a feat that like a normal like talk show host would even find interesting? Oh no. Is that just me? Yeah. No, I got that too. Okay. I think Sean's dying here. So, I think he's asking what would a talent show host even think is impressive for a video gaming feat? Honestly, I think even if you could speed run a game, that would probably be enough. But like, speed run, I can't. speed run a game, or like get a high score in Tetris or something. Yeah, like at best, I'm mediocre at a bunch of games because I play them for fun. I don't get too crazy into feats, so I don't have one, and I would be fine being kicked off right May- away. Maybe in like the past, like. I don't know, playing like expert guitar hero, but I couldn't even play like the, the hardest, hardest stuff. So it wouldn't even be that impressive. Mm, I see. All right, I'll read the next one. Okay. Uh, where are we? Sukusuku. Is Gerudo Fortress a town? I got into an <laughs> argument with someone on its townness. They argue that because it has no beds, it's just a fort. I say. Where did the Gerudos sleep otherwise? Is it I thought a there town? Was like, I thought there were like <laughs> tents or something so you could see them. I guess they're houses we couldn't go into. I I don't know. Like Gerudos Fort. Like which which one are we talking <laughs> about? Probably Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. That's the first one that came to mind, but like doesn't it show up in other games? Yeah. 
Now, to be fair, if you look at the Gerudo's Fortress from the outside, you can see that there's a bunch of rooms you don't go in. Mm-hmm. So likely that's what it is. It's a fortress. But people would have slept in fortresses, right? Yeah. yeah like they would have had to be as there. As Homer says, forts also have beds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like people would have had to be there around the clock in case of an attack. Sure. That is so like what is a town at this? What do you need to make it a town then? Multiple small forts called houses. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Like I, I, it's, it's, I it's a think, fortress. Like, like Hy- Hyrule Castle is a castle, but it has beds. Right. Well, I don't think beds make something a town. No, I'm going to say that. So I don't think Hyrule Castle is a town need? either. Right. So, but, but going back to the fortress, like, regardless of whether or not it has beds, I don't think that's the deciding factor. How about like if it has a grocery store? Is that a town? <laughs> that's a good that's point. A start. I think a town needs a grocery store. Am I wrong? It needs services in it. Yeah, you're right. So does Gerudo Valley have somewhere that even hints at people are buying food from here? Or or do they have to go out and hunt and bring it back? Probably that. So, yeah, it is probably that. I don't know. Never really thought about this in this aspect. No, me neither. So they they have prisons, though, right? Yeah. Because you get thrown in prison. I mean, not normally, but yes. Well, I'm saying in the game, you know, I searched Gerudo's Fortress and went to the image search and I'm only seeing N64. So maybe they aren't. It isn't called Gerudo's Fortress in the other games. I can't quite remember. To be fair, in Breath of the Wild, it's straight up a town. So... Is it called Gerudo's Fortress? Or I think is it it's called, called Gerudo Village. Like Valley or something? Uh, Gerudo Town. It's just sort of called a town. Okay. So that, that one's obviously a town. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay. I, I would not call Gerudo's Fortress a town. It's a fortress, because I said so. Done. Same. No. Unanimously agree. Three out of three top-down perspectives see it as a fortress. Mm. All right. Next question from Kenny as well. For those who are familiar, what is your ideal split between investigations and courtroom segments in Ace Attorney games? I don't remember who it was, but I saw someone in the Discord say... 100% 100% investigations, 0% courtroom. Oof. Oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy, yeah. That's that is crazy. absolutely crazy. Honestly, the courtroom stuff is the stuff I think that you play that game for. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, I would, other that, stuff builds up to it. I would say 25% investigations, 75% courtroom. Yeah. I, I kind of like a 50-50 split, but when I do think back on those games, all of like the highlight p- moments are always from the investigate. Uh, sorry, the uh, courtroom parts because that's where you get like the a lot of like the hidden backstory. You get yep. the character development. You get the, like the big reveals. You get the craziest moments. Yep. And it's the so, culmination of the work you did in the investigation coming to fruition. So it just feels good too. I will say, like, the the um, the courtroom is definitely harder when you're trying to piece the uh, 
you know, that's where like the puzzle game aspect comes in of piecing the the evidence to that stuff. So I can see how that would be a little more frustrating than just kind of going around and clicking on everything. Yeah. Um, but if I still had to pick one or the o- or one over the other, I would pick the courtroom. But I just I want to. Why do we have to fight? I just want like a 50 50. I would prefer a little more courtroom. I think 60 40. Uh, 40% investigation, 60 courtroom is fine for me. Okay. Uh, I think sometimes the investigations drag a little too much. So that's probably why they I can. go 75-25 for courtroom. Sure. Yep. Uh, Dedinsky says, is there a game release this generation simply wouldn't work if it was designed for the PS3 slash 360? VR. Yeah, VR games, probably. I guess just because of the power, because mm-hmm. of needing VR. <laughs> True. <clears throat> it's hard. Is this like a tech question at this point? Of like, well, there's too many characters on screen because the there's really have been able to render it not. All. Yeah, tech. Like from a gameplay wise, anything could kind of work, right? Yeah. Like this made me think of like. It made me think of two things. It first made me think of like is like the cloud assistance that a, the Xbox One like gave to Crackdown Three, that wasn't around it for the 360. Mm. But like I don't know what Crackdown Three looks like without that stuff, so I don't even know if what I'm like really missing. Sure. Um, I was gonna say if you're uh, thinking something like Fortnite, something like an online just multiplayer game with a ton of people. That existed in the PS3 era because that's what MAG was. That was 256 right. people in one game. Right. And Fortnite doesn't even have 256 people in one game. Yeah. So, yeah. We're, so, MAG deserves some props. Mm-hmm. It's the only props that game ever got. Yeah. I, but again, yeah. Like, gameplay wise, like, like nothing, right? There's. Right, like there's definitely games that you couldn't just port to those old systems as they are, but you could design them to work on those systems. Right, they would just like probably look worse. That's like the big thing. I also think of like Forza and how they kept putting or trying to say like drive avatars. They kept trying to make drive avatars a thing, and it's like we finally did it with Forza Horizon Four. These are your actual people driving around, and before we were just kind of like faking it, and it's like. Yeah, but that was fine. Like, I, I still had a great time with Forza Horizon 1. I wasn't sitting there being like, this isn't a real human. Right. Meh. Right. Someone probably was, though. That's the thing. I, yeah, well, I, I, I mean, someone was probably saying everything. Touche. Mm-hmm. So. All right, last question. Lucas writes in and says, what is everyone's earliest video game memory? Playing Pong on a, one of those, like, dedicated Pong machines. Playing Mario 1 with my dad at night, like, at, sneaking out of bed and he was playing a level and watching and playing with him. Speaking of Pong, Children of Morta has a Pong minigame that you have to play from time to time on those runs. Yeah. It's, like, the only minigame in there. I am so tired of playing Pong. Like, have, <laughs> have like, one more minigame. Yeah, fair. Like, just, like, one other one. Um, earliest video game memory. I don't know, that's a hard one. I remember my dad bringing home like a computer, and and then having one of those like hundred arcade games in one disc thing, and and on that was like 
Rayman 1, Duke Nukem 3D. Nice and good stuff. That may have been that may have been mm-hmm. like the first one. Or, or that Disney Hercules side scrolling game. I played a lot of that. So it may, may, may have been that. Probably that. Cool. All right. That's it for questions. If you have questions for next week, it is top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Division 2. <clears throat> uh, I guess I'll just give it to like Children of Morta if we're talking video games. <laughs> are, are we not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can say what you could say anything for your game of the week. I don't care. I'm not. A, I'm not a cop. Um, I had a really good see, dinner that, earlier, like a cop so that was my favorite game of the week. Some good <laughs> sloppy joes. Nice. Yeah. I respect it, man. Being, <laughs> I, honestly, I respect it. Yeah. Um. All right. Tomorrow we'll you'll be putting up our TDP Plus poll for people to vote on for what we are going to play through and discuss next month. So if you are a $10 backer, you have tonight to submit a game. Uh, so don't sleep on that. Otherwise, uh, if you're listening to this after Friday, uh, go vote if you're a backer on um, what we're going to play. John, you're going to be gone for a little bit, yep. right? I'm not going to be here for next week's podcast. I'm going to be at PAX East. If you're going to PAX East, Friday night at 8.30 p.m., we are doing Throne Controllers. It's going to be an hour and a half long. It should be live streamed as well. Not 100% sure on that yet. And is that this weekend or next weekend? Next, well, next weekend. Uh, that is Friday like the twenty seventh. Not 27th. tomorrow, Friday. Right? Sorry, the twenty eighth. Okay, Friday the twenty eighth. All right. And then uh, Sunday, March first, we're doing Throne Controllers Live, which is our traveling show. We're going to be at the Hard Rock Cafe in Boston, and we're going to be having uh, our usual concert Q and A session and uh, Throne Controllers. Are you going to sign a guitar that will go up on the wall? I mean, our guitarist might. <laughs> nice. That's just that's what I think of when I think of hard rock cafes are like signed guitars in like frames. Yep. That's it for me. All right. Is that it? Okay. Then we will see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye.